0: Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation.
1: Welcome to the Money Matters show, bringing you money management tips, skills and information about local services supported by the Aviva Foundation. We'll be doing this fortnightly and over the coming weeks, we'll be bringing you guidance and information on managing your money and the local services in Norwich that are here to help you and we'll have plenty of expert guests. So uh, our first guest in just a few minutes time is going to be uh, Hannah Worsley, the Norwich Food Bank Project Manager, joining us today to talk further about the importance of food banks in our community and what people can do to help support food security in our region. Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation. So for our first ever guest on Many Matters, we have Hannah Worsley, Norwich Food Bank project manager, and she's joining us today to talk about the importance of food banks in our community and what people can do to help support food security in the region. So, uh, Hannah, welcome.
0: Thank you very much, Hi, nice to have, nice to be here.
1: Yes, you're very welcome, good to have you here. So first of all, we're going to talk about food banks today, of course, uh, but c- could you introduce yourself and, and what your role is with the Norwich Food Bank?
0: Yeah, of course. So, as you mentioned, I'm project manager. So, our charity um, employs two and a half staff or the equivalent and um, about 200 volunteers. So, part of my role is being everything to everyone that's needed. Um, So, looking after the volunteers, looking after the office in the main, because we've got a warehouse manager, and we've also got a project officer who's looking at some specific bits of what we're trying to do, um, which we might get a chance to chat about today. Um, Looking after our distribution centres, checking everything runs well, and we're part of the Trussell Trust. So, although we're our own independent Charity. um it's also making sure we're compliant with all the things that trussell trusts like us to do and, and part of that model so an awful lot of different things good amount of variety
1: no yeah, absolutely so last year saw a dramatic increase in people using food banks uh, with uh, as i understand it a 128 percent increase uh, that's according to the trussell trust uh, just wondering has norwich food bank also seen an increase in users
0: we definitely have. So when it came to the pandemic, so was it end of March? I feel like it's blurred into a massive long period now. But yeah, about the end of March, um, we were concerned about exactly how we were going to cope with all the different demands. Um, it's been absolutely amazing in terms of how many people have stepped up to help us out volunteering and donating. But yes, yeah, a huge increase in demand. Um, lots more people coming to us for the very first time. People coming to us multiple times as well because things just weren't being fixed quickly. Um, furlough was a word I think a lot of us didn't really know about until maybe. March April last hmm, year yes lots of people coming to us in in that role something that a of people had no concept of at all you know suddenly your wages are reduced and it was already a low income hmm. really throws them into crisis and throw them through our door
1: hmm. and 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 how have people accessing the food bank changed as a result of covid so the type of people has there been a change in demographic or age group
0: We've seen an increase in all the different age groups. We do sort of categorise the different ages on the vouchers that we get, so we can have a look at that. We've seen especially an increase in the under 12, so the 0 to 11 categories. We've seen a lot of extra people there. But the household makeup has been pretty consistent with around 50% of the people referred to us being single adults, and then the rest being a mixture of sort of single-parent household, few adults in a household, and those with children as well. So the split generally has been quite similar, it's just been increased across the board really
1: so it's actually the people who might normally be using food banks that type of demographic and age group but during the pandemic there's been many many more people who've been forced into that category and have needed your support effectively
0: Absolutely, yeah. So the, the reasons people are coming to us have changed. So before um, COVID, lots of people were um, saying the main issue was around benefit delays or benefit changes or issues between going from work into um, unpaid, you know, benefit claims and those sorts of things. But it's been a lot more people where the issue has been just literally low income because the income that they've got isn't enough to make ends meet, be that benefits or salary. Um, it's just not enough to pay all the bills, um, possible debts as well that people have accrued because of. Of the pandemic and all the essentials that people need. It's just not covering people's expenses.
1: So so you talked about furlough and obviously people losing twenty percent of their, 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 their salary. Uh, and, and also with what they call i guess they call it the gig economy uh, where people have insecure um, employment um, and inconsistent employment i guess a, a lot of that may have got worse during the pandemic perhaps is that is that the case a bit because of the changed circumstances and the the restrictions and and, and changed work patterns all of those things so that, those effect, things affected people as well
0: Definitely, yeah. We've had a lot of people in those sorts of circumstances. So as you say, particularly the furlough, zero hours contracts was an issue before and lots of people were on those sometimes through choice, sometimes through that was all they could get as work. And so it's the inconsistency in income that people just really makes it very difficult to plan and to budget because you don't know what you're going to get paid week by week or month by month. Um, And so we've seen that a lot. There was also the issue around childcare. So when the schools were closed and children were suddenly at home for a long period of time, people either had to reduce their hours again or possibly give up work or it meant they couldn't look for work if they were in that position so an awful lot of different factors have meant people are in a difficult position and again lots of new issues that we hadn't faced before
1: and we heard a lot uh, about uh, the, the 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 school meals for kids you talked about school closures school me- meals for kids during um, school holidays and the Marcia, marcus rashford uh, campaign mm-hmm. of course but also um during term time when schools were closed Um, There would be a lot of children who were used to getting a hot meal every day at school who weren't getting that. Um, I know some schools are making um, sort of food available, but but did that have an impact on the demand um, from um, parents with children who would have been at school?
0: it did because there was quite a delay and also quite a sort of sporadic rollout of the voucher scheme i don't know if we can remember what it was called now but the, there was a voucher scheme wasn't there that lots of schools were entitled to have and to give out to the families and even schools in our sort of smallish patch of, of norwich where we serve sort of out to wyndham and roxham and lodden and, and that sort of patch it was really hit and miss some of the schools um it was to do with admin from the different councils or from the government or within the school itself and families are ringing us saying we know full well we're entitled to it. and we've had a letter we've had this information or that information but it's just not coming through and we haven't got the capacity to wait and um, we really need that support now so we, we're quite often finding ourselves serving people that really should have been looked after in other ways and it's not a problem we're able to do that but it's just frustrating sometimes when we see those systems in place to help people not quite working out and um, so I think that was straightened out reasonably quickly and so we're hopeful that this summer it will be slightly easier on those families but Again, it's just another stress and another pressure on, on the, that household budget.
1: And another aspect, another impact of the pandemic has been uh, lots of charities struggling with their fundraising events um, because they've had to be cancelled. And therefore, their, their, their fundraising has been hit and their income has been hit. Um, mm. has, uh, has there been any impact for uh, the food bank?
0: we've been actually quite fortunate in that lots of people who were giving food and donations through supermarkets and through churches when they were closed or at least the the, um, access was much more limited and people were maybe doing online shopping and not going in quite the same way, lots of them got in touch with us saying we still want to give we're just not quite sure how and so they were able to make a financial donation those that wanted to and those that could um, to us so that meant particularly at the beginning we were able to go shopping and buy those things that we really needed in and people have still continued to be really generous with giving um time so volunteers as well as giving money and giving food and toiletries and those things that we desperately need um so we've been really in a fortunate position i think food banks have been even more in the news and they have been before because so many more people have needed to use us which they hadn't done before and so it's maybe made people a bit more conscious and a bit more aware going goodness that could have been me Mm -hmm. and so i'm in a position to help and therefore i will so we're so grateful to the community for Norwich specifically, of course, um, but I know that lots of our partner food banks up and down the country have found similar positions. So, really, really grateful to all the people who have given.
1: And 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 you know, events like this sometimes do bring out the best in people, don't they? And uh, it's re- really good to good to see good to see you've had that experience. Um, not surprised that it's happened in Norwich, of course. <laughs> um, no, it's a great city <laughs> with a strong sense of community. Absolutely here, um, and and and. Just finally, before we take a music break, have you had to adapt the way you operate um, as a food bank at all because of the pandemic and all the government restrictions associated uh, with it?
0: We absolutely have, yeah. So, last March, um, so when it sort of first started, we were running our normal model, if we can use the word normal, uh, where we had 10 distribution centres where people would go and collect a food parcel. Um, Everybody that uses our food bank is referred by someone that's helping them they can then use that referral to go and collect a food parcel from one of those centres. We've got an office and a warehouse in Earlham, and they were kind of the hubs, but everything was happening at the distribution centres. In within literally a few days of the announcement being made, lots of our volunteers, some of who are older, were having to stop and shield and and go through that process. And so weren't able to volunteer with us. Lots of people that needed to use us said, we can't come out either for the same reasons. So how are we going to serve them? So we very, very quickly adapted a delivery model which we're still doing so we closed all of our centres and we now deliver all the food parcels to people's houses or wherever they are Um, so that was a huge transition Um, and also with social distancing and those sorts of rules and the bubbles and all those different things we had to reduce how many people were in our warehouse at any one time so we've got much smaller shifts but we're running for sort of longer days so quite a few adjustments but we're really um, pleased and quite proud actually that we've been able to continue that service throughout this time
1: and it's been quite remarkable the way a lot of uh, organisations, such as yourselves, have uh, really been able to be quite innovative and adapt and mm-hmm. carry on providing the service that's needed in very difficult circumstances. It's hardly surprising mm-hmm. you've had to do that, but uh, it sounds like you've really risen to the challenge um, and carried on delivering the the, uh, the service and and meeting the need. Now what? Yeah. <laughs> So um, we'll take a quick uh, music break now, um, and uh, then we'll come back and talk a little bit uh, more. Uh, I'm talking to Hannah Worsley, the Norwich Food Bank project manager, uh, about the food bank and the pandemic. We'll find out more about that. Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation. And uh, we're talking on our first ever Money Matters to Hannah Worsley, the Norwich Food Bank Project Manager. We've been talking about uh, the importance of food banks uh, in our community uh, and how the pandemic has uh, impacted them in Norwich and uh, the work they do generally to support people um, in terms of food security in our region. So uh, well, welcome back, Hannah. Uh, Thank you. And uh, let's just move on now just um, to to, to talk a little bit more about the sort of items that uh, are available from the food bank and what sort of food items are in the highest demand there.
0: So we follow the Trust or Trust model and give out people a nutritionally balanced parcel, which is, is roughly three days worth. And it assumes someone has absolutely nothing. Um, it's all long life ambient items, so tins, jars, packets, that sort of thing. And we follow quite a strict list. As I say, because it's nutritionally balanced, we want to make sure that we're doing the best by the people that we serve. So it includes all sorts of different things. And our most needed list, which is on our website, um, is that all right to share what that is?
1: Yes, please. Yes.
0: Thank you. Um, so it's www uk and there's a, a section there called shopping list and we highlight the different things that we need quite often long life fruit juice and long life milk um, are on there as highlighted saying we really do need those things there's a few items i won't name because then i've said them um, that are our least needed because people seem to donate them the most um, but we do like to have as i say a good mix of items so we do include things like tinned meat tinned fruit and veg and also we try and include a few treats like chocolate and biscuits and those bits just to hopefully brighten someone's day and sometimes people have fed that back saying really nice to have the staples and the important bits but also lovely to have that little treat as well
1: oh that's really really nice isn't it and and, and you're right it's not just the staples it's having it, it, particularly if you're struggling times are really hard being mm. able to have that little extra luxury uh, must mm. make a big difference i'm sure and and
0: occasionally we've used um, a charity i don't know if you've heard of free cakes for kids
1: no i haven't um, it sounds great
0: oh, it's really great and it does exactly what you would expect so it's a national charity with sort of local branches and so when we've had referrals to people and they might have just said a totally throwaway line it's my child's birthday tomorrow or whenever Mm -hmm. we can put a referral into that charity and a baker will then make a cake for that child um, to make sure they've got a birthday cake and that's been so lovely to be able to share in that way so again it's the food parcel that's important but actually birthday cake for a four or five year old or even a 12 year old is just really nice to be able to include as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a wonderful, what's it called, Cakes for Kids? Free Cakes for Kids. Free Cakes for Kids, yeah. Yeah, even better. (laughs) What a wonderful charity. I wonder whose idea that was. Well, well done to them, whoever they are, wherever they are. Um, and, And is there anything that people have expressed a need for that the food bank hasn't been able to supply?
0: Yeah, so occasionally I thought, had to think about that question because there's a few things when people have dietary issues and allergies and those sorts of things that we always do our very best to do. Um, so occasionally people come to us and they go, oh, I'm diabetic or gluten-free or follow a halal diet. And so we always manage to, to um, use our volunteers' knowledge and, and make sure that they're getting an appropriate food parcel out of respect, but also, of course, out of health reasons. So mm. that's something we can supply. But we have had requests, particularly when it came to schools going back, for families saying, the children's school uniform doesn't fit anymore because they've grown out of it in the time that schools have been closed
1: and we can't afford
0: to go and buy a new one. And schools, maybe the swaps haven't taken place like they might have done in the past. And also, even if they have taken place, maybe bits have been snapped up. So we're an advocate for a charity called Acts 435 which is like a sort of crowdfunding it's a christian crowdfunding platform and so we've done quite a few requests over the pandemic particularly for school uniforms but also for things like um someone's washing machine broke down and someone's mattress um, had broken and the sort of springs were poking through so we can do requests on there and people around the world can then choose to donate to different causes and, and help those people out so although we're not able to supply those things directly we've got our fingers in lots of pies and can try and sort of help that person or that family out as best we can
1: Mm. and and just moving on to to the staff how how have they coped with the increased workload and restrictions during the pandemic
0: it was quite stressful at the beginning and so lots of extra hours and lots of thinking and bouncing ideas off each other to try and work out what was going to be safe what was going to be right and how we could do everything properly while still serving those people that are in need because you can't say oh hold on a week please while we sort things out if you're in need and you're hungry now a week Mm. is a long time Mm. Um, so really really delighted with our trustee board and the other members of staff um, in the team that have helped and a massive massive thank you to our volunteers i mentioned earlier we had about 200 sort of pre-pandemic for lots of different reasons that reduced down to about 90 um, but they've been absolutely incredible in stepping up and doing extra shifts doing different roles um, taking on new things like remote working and wherever possible we've been able to try and say oh we've got this role Can someone fill it? And we've always had enough people. So it's been absolutely fantastic how people have coped. As you say, really challenging, but actually a really positive thing that's come out of it is hopefully feeling more connected as a team and making sure everyone feels part of it, whether they're physically with us or not.
1: Now, uh, as um, the restrictions are gradually being uh, lifted, although there was a delay announced yesterday to the the, the final uh, lifting of restrictions, um, are you finding that the situation is improving, by which I mean demand is falling, um, or are you expecting um, further increases in people accessing food bank services going forward?
0: I think I heard rightly that the furlough scheme is still going to continue until about September. So we're expecting that as an issue to still continue to, to push people our way. Um, but we have seen a bit of a decrease in the last few months, um, just sort of slightly dipping below, uh, sort of helping about a thousand people a month. So it's gone slightly below that now. But it's still up on where we were sort of just over a year ago. So numbers went up significantly at the start of the pandemic. They've just started going down. But like I say, they're still up overall Um, so we think yes situations may change but unfortunately a lot of people are in long-term difficulties and a three-day food parcel isn't necessarily going to cut it which is why we work on the model of working with lots of different agencies including Um, citizens advice and including your very own baseline centre to make sure people are Mm. being supported and helped with that crisis so yes the food is important to that person but actually it's not the be all and end all there's other things going on and we want to make sure that that support advice is there as well so that they don't have to come back to us that's our our dream to see the end for the need not just closing a food bank but actually not needing to be around at all which is a massive vision to have Mm. um, but something that we very much subscribe to
1: no, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, now, how can people access the food bank if if they need to? Um, d- d- if if people don't know and they're listening and they're thinking, actually, I really do need that service, but I didn't think I may, I mean, you know, maybe it, it applied to me or it was available to me. So, so who can and and how many, t- how often can they use it?
0: So it's slightly—it's not quite as black and white as just saying, if you're in this category, you can apply. And if you're not, then you can't. It's, mm. are you in crisis and are you in need? And that's basically all we need to know. However, we want to make sure, as I mentioned, that people get help and support as well. So it's not quite as straightforward as just ringing us or turning up and, and getting in touch. People are more than welcome to ring us an email and ask us those questions because it does depend on their situation. Um, but the easiest way to go on our website, there's a section about where I can get help from so i mentioned already citizens advice and baseline if you're in sort of the nr5 area there's age uk for people who are over 50 map for people who are under 25 shelter for people who have got housing issues and there's about 300 or so agencies signed up to us as norwich food bank who can give help and support and advice and if you don't really know what your issue is in terms of it's a huge amount of things or just i'm just struggling until i next get paid then citizens advice or the council if you're a council tenant are a really good place to start but equally as i say you're more than welcome to phone us our phone number which i'm sure we can share online as well is 0300 365 1123 and we've got volunteers on that line who can help and say right these are the different options from what you've told us about where you can get help and support and we'll do our very best to make sure that you are fed
1: great and could you share your website address again please
0: yeah, so it's all one word.co.uk. So there's lots of information on there, as I say, about what food people might like to donate if they can, and also what help is available for people in that side.
1: Great, Hannah, thank you so much for coming on today and telling us about all of that. It's been really, really interesting. Lots of really useful information there. And we wish you well with uh, doing yourself out of business which I think is what Thank you're saying. Thank you very much. Really great to have the opportunity. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Hannah. I was talking to Hannah Worsley there. Uh, she's the Norwich Food Bank Project Manager. Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation. And that has been the first Money Matters. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Norwich uh, Bigger Upon Community Session as well uh, today. It's the end of the show. The one o'clock news is on the way. Then it's Radio Lab. And I'll be back tomorrow at the same time for another community session.
0: Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation.